welcome to the Dang Good Show. I'm your host, Christine Dang or C Dang from Vancouver of British Columbia in Canada. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is episode 007. Your girl here is here to talk anything and everything about creating positive connections with others, but most importantly, with yourself. To share life adventures, advice, and experiences with a few laughs. And I hope through each episode, it'll spark a chain of reaction to inspire you to live a dang good life you can also catch me on instagram at christine underscore dang or my website c-dang.com that's c-dang.com to the 10 listeners i have (laughs) i appreciate you um okay there's probably more than 10 listeners since i got an email notification the other day that the podcast episodes were downloaded 200 times that is freaking awesome thank you thank you thank you thank you i i'm still honestly i'll still be happy with even 10 people but if y'all want to get those numbers up it'll really help if you can hit the like and subscribe button from whichever platform you are listening from i know i haven't been consistent with dropping an episode every two weeks which was my goal when i first started this podcast last year but like happened like BAM it was a tornado of projects that came my way and I started working for a tech company full-time I actually really like my job and what's cool about it is that I'm doing the things I'm passionate about which is which revolves around people communication and organizing and uh, a few weeks ago I hosted a lunch and learn and it was one of the topics where it got a little too deep for an open discussion. So I thought, hey, it'll be perfect for this episode, which I'm gonna talk about relationships. The best relationships, that is. Like, how can we build the best ones? Okay, so, relationships. I've thought about this word a lot throughout my childhood, as a teen growing up, and until now as a working adult. Like all humans, we need relationships with others to survive and thrive. And the goal for most, and I think it's for most, is that we all want to be happy and live a balanced life. The question I always ask myself about people is, how do we build the best relationships? And how can we be more socially aware? Now, with social support and social interactions, it's one of the most critical factors in predicting everyone's physical health and well-being, ranging from kids to older adults. The more I read about it, the more I learn, of course. And I ask myself these four questions all the time. Like, how can I form better relationships with my family and friends? How can I work better with my coworkers and clients? And how can I create a deeper bond with strangers, leaving a positive impression? But most importantly, how about the relationship I have with myself? Is it a healthy and positive one? Okay, so this last question is the most interesting one because it is key on how others would view me. Well, let's just say that it's how you can see others view themselves, which I will tell you more about later on. Now, okay, think about the best relationship you had. Who was it? Who was it with? <laughs> and what made it so special? The first person that came to my mind is my grandma. I spent most of my childhood with my grandparents. My grandma practically raised me. She taught me all sorts of things and why we should do things a certain way. Um, And then you have my grandpa who was super crafty and could fix 
and make anything. Both so creative and does everything with great care. My grandma took really good care of me and my sister when we lived with them. So with that thought, I think the person we have the best relationship with has these common traits. One, they are attentive, caring, and thoughtful. Two, they had your best interests at heart. Three, they are trustworthy and honest. Four, they are great communicators and gave a lot of value. Okay, so now with that thought, I want you to think about the best customer service you had. Excellent customer service means following best practices like valuing customers' time, having a pleasant attitude, and providing knowledgeable and resourceful resources, but that you can also take things a step further to exceed rather than meet expectations. I always think about Disneyland when I think about customer service and the best one. They honestly are the best. I thought it felt like you were a part of a fairy tale community and you can't help but smile and be nice back. So those who give the best customer service, their common traits are they are one, caring, attentive, and thoughtful. <laughs> Two, you just knew they had your best interests at heart. Three, they were trustworthy and honest and telling us what works and doesn't work and gives us great honest feedback. And four, they were great communicators and didn't leave us in the dark. Okay, so both personal and professional relationships have the same common trait. What I'm trying to say is that I found the secret, guys. To have the best relationship, you must be your best self or give the quote-unquote best service to others. You give what you get. No, 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 wait. Or you get what you give. Be the person you want to attract. For example, I want to attract good-hearted people who just cares. Cares about themselves, care about others, and care about the world around them. Just, you know, care enough to want to push for positive change and make the world a better place. I've learned that the best relationships are the one that gives the best customer service, both professionally and personally. When I realized this, I reflected on many past relationships I've had, whether it, it was intimate, with families, or friends, and the relationship situations I've heard about from people, like groups fall apart, marriages broken up, angry mobs, and the sad truth is that people are more isolated than ever before because of social media. The digital tools that were built to help better connect us to the world, but at the same time, it's distancing ourselves from reality, which is being in the present moment. It took me a while to realize that good things, especially relationships, take time to build. The whole, you know, get rich quick scheme, the quick diet tricks to make you skinnier, the fast food and quick microwavable dinners are all the things that gives us instant gratification. They don't last long and aren't stable or healthy. So as fast as the short-term happiness lasts, we get a little bit more unhappy because we don't face the more complicated and difficult issues at hand. We tend to leave it and hope it would disappear. The sooner you can deal with the darkness within or negativity, the sooner you can feel free and feel loved. And it takes a level of absolute honesty to be real with yourself and ask, what can I do today to make a better me tomorrow? I think the most courageous thing anyone can do for themselves is 
putting themselves first to see what makes them happy. Now, when you focus on something meaningful, like a project to help a community, a healthy lifestyle so you can live longer, or building that deep, meaningful relationship with yourself and others, that takes a lot of time and patience. But the rewards are endless. Building a successful relationship takes commitment and dedication. There are untold life situations that can spring up and test the strength of unity. I think the most challenging part is feeling we don't have time. Don't have the time to be better, live healthier, and be happier. But if you don't take the time on the things to better ourselves now, we will spend more time and money fixing ourselves down the road. I don't know about you, but I'm willing to put in the hard work now so I can live better longer. The goal I set for myself and I hope to inspire others to do is to establish balanced relationships. These relationships are where there are equal and healthy amounts of giving and taking. Think about it. When you give too much, you feel like you kind of lost sight of yourself. And when you take too much, our unconscious mind is really good at making us feel guilty. And for some of us, like what you hear so far, make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button right now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you so much for your support. On Instagram, follow me at Christine underscore Dang, where I share aha moments and a few laughs. And lastly, if you want to find out more information about the show, visit thedanggoodshow.com. Let's get back to the show. And for some of us, some do believe that taking more would make us feel better, but as a result, making us feel worse than we did. So the next question is, what type of relationships do we want? It's safe to say we all want healthy ones. For us to be successful, it starts with healthy relationships. A healthy relationship mainly consists mutual respect, including these six points I'm gonna go over. Numero uno, trust. Trust is key to happy and fulfilling relationships in both our personal and professional lives. We require trust to develop over time to build successful and meaningful partnerships. I always say, when there's no trust, there is no relationship. No ifs, ands, and buts. We all need to feel confident that we have those who have our backs and that you'll have theirs. And if there are children involved, their welfare comes above all else. You and your beloved, or anyone for that matter, can have the best relationship. But how? Well, it's trusting that each of the people I've come in contact with will always do the best for their relationship's greater good. The traits of a trustworthy person is that one, they are authentic. People want to be around others that are real, meaning they are genuine and have high character. Two, they are consistent even on their bad days. Positive behavior, intelligent decisions, and affirmative actions make a difference in the eyes of others. Three, they are compassionate and kind. Trustworthy people are always thinking of others, and with empathy, they know it's not all about them. And four, they have integrity. People want other people around them to stand up for what's right 
even when there is no one watching. And lastly, they are resourceful and available to support, to go out of their way to make time for others. It's accepting each other's word and giving the benefit of the doubt. All right, next point, number two, loyalty. Loyalty is a significant core value, something we need to have that goes hand in hand with trust. Maybe we can all agree that loyalty is what we look for in our significant other, but it is equally important to have loyalty in the workplace. Number three, accountability honesty and vulnerability i find these three traits are connected in so many ways if you have one you will always have the other with accountability i admire those who admit to their mistakes and when they are wrong and for those who blame others for their mistakes you can't help but look at them a little bit differently like if he's blaming others for his mistakes it's it'll be easy for him to blame me. I am not sure I can trust that. Now, it's powerful when we accept responsibility for our behaviors, attitudes, and values. Because really, honesty is a voice that builds trust. Without it, there's no real security in the relationship. The value of honesty is really priceless. It helps us communicate openly and truthfully. And yet, honesty brings out a delicate side to it, which is vulnerability. Think of it this way, social interactions where people can express their thoughts and share their problems with others not only help us feel better, but we shine light on issues that could be very beneficial to others. What if someone was going through something you've been through and your experience on how you dealt with it could really help them out? Number four, cooperation and support. A healthy relationship is somewhat non-judgmental and non-critical of each other. But boy, <laughs> it's sometimes not to, it's sometimes hard not to judge or be critical. The most important, whether it's at home or at work, takes a level of awareness to start asking and not expecting to accept changes and make better decisions together and the will to compromise it's like having a win-win resolution approach to issues instead of resulting to conflict we can do that by supporting each other's choices by being understanding and offering encouragement number five communication style and safety. Communicating with others will bring you closer, allow you to get to know each other as deeply as you can. If you like keeping things to yourself, believing that no one needs to know your business, not even your partner, and your partner loves to talk about everything, then the relationship will more than likely fail. Besides better communication, it's the style of communicating that's effective, caring for others' safety. Remember that all I say in this episode is for anyone and everyone from kids to seniors. It's vital to respect physical spaces, express oneself non-violently and non-threatening. But most importantly, to have a healthy relationship is to refuse to intimidate or manipulate, a term I've learned recently called gaslighting. So what is gaslighting, you may ask? Well, I cannot tell you how much I've witnessed this act amongst peers, coworkers, managers, and family and friends. And I really think it's important for us to be aware of it. 
Gaslighting is a form of psychological abuse where a person or group makes someone question their own sanity, perception of reality, or memories. People experiencing gaslighting often feel confused, anxious, and unable to trust themselves. Ultimately, it is a type of emotional abuse where the bully and or abuser makes the target question their judgments and reality. It really doesn't sound charming, but they do happen. Recognizing and labeling when it's happening puts you in the position of power. How? Because we get to choose to walk away and not be problematic. It's one of those situations where we need to learn that the battle is not worth fighting for and being the better person to walk away. Now, it brings me to the last and final point six. Remember when I asked in the beginning of the show, how about the relationship I have with myself? And is it a healthy or positive one? The best relationship should always first be with yourself. As we get older, life doesn't get easier, but we do become wiser with making smarter decisions. What we learn from past experiences may include, but is it limited to, one, learning to let go, the art of letting go. Two, being solution-driven instead of being problematic. And lastly, three, understanding that life's greatest pleasure is pure and simple. The more I read about relationships, social connections, and emotional intelligence, one can't help but reflect on oneself. I concluded when I am the best version of myself, others will in return give me the best version of them. Self-improvement through self-education is key to a better lifestyle for you and your surrounding quote-unquote people. For example, from reading articles to personal experiences, I've learned that if one partner is on the path of learning and self-improvement the and the other partner remains stagnant, the gap between them could widen and consider this a cause for alarm. Whenever you learn something new, it's natural to want to share it. And who better to share it with than your partner, peers, family, or friends? It's essential to respect and love yourself, then others will follow. How you view and treat yourself is setting an example of how others can view and treat you. So remember, the best customer service and being your best self shouldn't be just for customers or clients or someone you're trying to impress. No, no, it should not. It should always be around people, whether it's your friends, families, and even strangers. Be the person you want to attract in your life. The person you wish your kids or future kids to look up to and inspire to be when they grow up. Lead by example. So, with the people you have in your life right now, learn and grow together. Thank you for joining me on The Dang Good Show. Make sure you visit my website, thedanggoodshow.com, where you can subscribe to the show on Apple, Google, or Spotify, or wherever it is, just so you'll never miss an episode. While you're at it, if you find valuable information on the show, I would greatly appreciate it if you can give me a thumbs up and a good ratings on iTunes or whichever platform you're listening from. But even if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would totally help me out too. Thanks again for tuning in. I'm C. Dang signing out. I'll catch you next time.